Welcome to the Life's a Pitch podcast, the show where we pitch the best movies that will never get made. I'm Tom McGrath. And I'm Matt Turner. This is the podcast where we ask you, the listener, to give us a title of a movie that doesn't exist. Yet. We then collaborate to create a pitch for that movie, complete with casting, story beats, and sometimes even marketing. Without further ado, this week's main feature is... Robots! 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 Robot movies! Welcome to the robot movies! Yes! <laughs> Hello, listeners! We're pitching robot movies! Yeah, we're going to do some some of your favourite metallic pals! Yes! <laughs> <laughs> or enemies! Or enemies! We don't know yet! Or friends, then enemies! Oh yeah, or enemies, then friends! Yes! So we're talking about your Matrixes, you yeah. got robots in it! You're talking about uh, your... Your Terminators. Yep. Your Blade Runners. Yep. Your uh, Age of Ultrons. I think we'll end up Your Short Circuit. Short Circuit. Yeah. Wall-E. And your your Iron Giants. Yes, there we go. All of those, and Wall-E and all... You know, all the ones... All the ones where we question ourselves, as of the human race... Yes. What is... What is humanity? What it means to be human. And end up no closer to an answer. No, no. Because <laughs> isn't that the beauty of art? <laughs> isn't that the beauty of that? We're absolutely no clue to answer. All we know is that these metal boys could fire a laser at us if they wanted. Yep. Isn't that the real nature of humanity? <laughs> it is. That these, these metal square metal boys could fire a laser at us if they wanted, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I think if, if you didn't know what a robot movie was before... You do now. You, if you watch those movies, you might have some idea yep. of what a robot movie is. <laughs> So shall we just get on with pitching yeah. some robot movies, Matt? Where did we? Where did where did these all come from? That's a good question. Well, we got these titles from people who've given us these titles that I'm about to read out. Yep. On Twitter, you can find us at Life's a Pitch Show, and you can find us on Facebook as well at www.facebook.com forward slash Life's a Pitch Podcast. You probably, if you want, you could put an HTTP HTTP colon, colon forward slash forward slash in front of that. Yeah, yeah, that'll that, yeah. work. Yeah. That'll definitely get you that'll to get the you website facebook.com forward slash Life's a Pitch Podcast. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, you put a post out with Diane Ward. Yeah, yeah, with, with, with Chappie. Chappie, yeah. <laughs> the one we didn't mention at the start of the episode. Yes. <laughs> because I think it's a rubbish movie. Yeah. But it's got a robot in it. Those questions are there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, got a, it's got it's got a robot in it and uh, and a bloke called Chappie. And people replied with their with their titles for uh robot movies that like, they'd like to see pitched. And yeah. we're going to do it. And we're just going to do it. So uh from Marcus Newman we've got Dyson Airblade 6. <laughs> Dyson Airblade 6 I love it yeah because like love them or hate them right Dyson <laughs> yeah. you've got to admit they're pretty pretty chic yeah uh, they're hand dryers specifically the hand dryers are from five years in the future you, always yeah, yeah always you can forget the hoovers yeah you, you, you can forget your, your, your vacuum cleaners you can forget your, your fans yeah yeah those are for really rich people I don't know their fans are pretty Jetson-like as well. They are Jetson-like, but they're yeah. just for they're, they're for rich people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Airblade is the people's product. 
right? The people's Dyson product. Because yeah. we all go into the cinema to wash your hands. Everybody poops. Yeah, everybody yeah. poops. Yeah. Uh, we all go to... I go to the cinema just to wash my hands is what I just said. Um, <laughs> we, when we're at the cinema, we all go to the bathroom and we want, need to wash our hands quickly to get back into the, to, yeah. to, the, to the film quickly. And what better way to do it? The Dyson Airblade. Pull your hands up through the Dyson Airblade. Yeah. Which... A lot of people don't know to avoid wet wrists on those things because I know it, the, the, the listeners have ever used one. Yeah, they've got that the blade of air. You can put your hands through it and it will it will kind of like sheer air across yeah. across your hands. But what you're supposed to do is put your wrists in at the side and then pull out. What? Yeah, because. That- you, that, that does make sense. Because now, otherwise actually. you get wet wrists. Yeah. Because all the air is just pushed up your hands. Yeah. The the idea is that you're gonna put your hands in at the side and then pull up, and all the hand all all the water goes down off your hands into the little bucket below. You just blow my mind. Can we stop recording and <laughs> just go to go, go somewhere with Dyson airplanes? Yeah, yeah. Where, where's, I want to Google the closest place to here with Dyson airplanes. I bet there's a I bet somewhere there's a database of people marking off maps <laughs> of the places that have Dyson airplanes. That's like even more boring than train spotting, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah. Like where? Oh, where's got a Dyson Airblade? <laughs> so uh, I think that's the premise of this movie: is that <laughs> is that um, the Dyson Airblade Six yeah. are a group of people blade spotters, <laughs> blade spotters. There's some really rare air bla- airblades out there. Oh, <laughs> I love it. And I think there's one. Yeah, it's a prototype that they want to get their hands on. Oh right, okay. I was I was gonna say one of them is a secret robot built by Dyson. <laughs> you infiltrate. Yeah, yeah. Well, we're... we can go with that. Yeah, yeah. That's fine. It's just a B plot. Maybe the Dyson Airblade Six. Yeah. Right. It's a, it's a kind of pun name because there are six like heisters in this in this uh, blade spotting group. Yeah. Right. <laughs> there were five, and then the sixth joins, yeah. and they're our point of view character. Mm. Right. And it's a bit like um, King of Thieves in that, like this new this newbie to the Wait, to the Matt, heisting. What is King of Thieves? King of Thieves is a um, it's a movie. Uh, it's a fairly bad movie. Yeah. About oh, it's got Michael Caine and oh, uh, is it Jim is it the the old man the old man uh, heist, the old man yeah, bank yeah, heist yeah, yeah, movie? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, it, based on a true story, but you know, it doesn't make it any better. Um, <laughs> Yeah. Uh, but, like, you've got this point of view character coming into a load of old hands at blade spotting. Yeah. And he's like, oh, what's, how do you, how do you get all this data and stuff? And they're, and they're like, well, we've got, they, we've found a way of tracking the distribution of these chips. Yeah. Right. Because, uh, because uh, Mick here works in IT and all yeah. that sort of stuff. They're talking about all, all, they're old hands at this. Yeah. They've been doing it for a while. And they're like, we're, we're tracking. We think they're all centrally linked together on a, on, a, on, oh. a, on, a, on a database. And if we could crack that database, we'd know where every Dyson is, right? So early on, this new character gets in on, on the ground floor. They're off to try and hack into this database to find out where every Dyson Airblade is in the, in the country. And the, the end goal is because they want to do it. But secondly, because they want to make an app that shows everyone where Dyson Airblades are. Yeah. Right. I, I've got a dumb producer question. Yeah. Uh, right. What's that database collecting? Uh, uh, telemetrics. Tele- telemetry. But why? How is that making? We're Dyson just going to say money? the word telemetry, right? And 
people will accept it. Okay. Well, stupid, <laughs> stupid producer point um, <laughs> coming up now. I reckon Dyson yeah. have that database. Yeah. To, to to see sh- how many people get wet wrists. <laughs> well, no, like uh, to see to see who's washing their hands. Oh, it's good because then because then they could ruin a political career by telling you that, that one of the candidates doesn't wash his hands. Yes. <laughs> oh my god! I was gonna say, oh, which which parts of the world are really filthy? <laughs> no, no, this is this is this is like Murdoch levels of like yeah. political meddling. <laughs> I love, I love how that could ruin someone political well, we know, career. We know Dyson's a Tory, so I don't, I don't mind casting him as a villain on the, yeah, in this oh, yeah. one. But yeah, so they do this initial thing. They hack in, right? Yeah. They find the location of every single Dyson airplane. They've done that. They've succeeded, mm. right? Then they discover one Nexus node. This ultimate prototype. They find data on it on it yeah. that pins pinpoints this. Dyson Airblades, the the new one, the t- Dyson Airblade Six, it's there. Yeah. Right. This is where this is where it's all being made, and they're like, we've got to get in on the ground floor of this. We've got to find out what what they're doing. We love these things. I again, just going off to the side. I really love the idea of the Dyson factory being a kind of wind temple. Yeah. In a cyberpunk. <laughs> yes adventure game yeah uh, yeah it's it's like it's like a, a zelda wind temple yeah. <laughs> except you have to move these like high uh, these jet plane fans around to create a wind tunnel to open the door but, but at one point they have to get from one sort of cavernous warehouse yeah. uh dock to the other like over the over like the machines making all the hoovers or whatever yep. and someone points a fan and then they use like a parasol <laughs> to glide over yes. and it's like, oh we're almost getting there we're almost getting there one, one of them they they keep um razzing him it's um uh it's oh um Ma- john malkovich john malkovich um, yep. they keep razzing him for wearing a big anorak oh like yeah a big yeah. coat yeah. and then he spreads his anorak out oh, and he's yes. flying across this wind tunnel he's like oh. see you later shit lords <laughs> see you later shit lords <laughs> he says yeah as he, <laughs> as he flies over <laughs> uh, yeah I, I i think there's there's a whole load of traps in the dyson factory that are all wind based <laughs> yep, yep. Um, and and the, the the newcomer, a point of view character, is going to be like, let's say, uh, Gaten Matarazzaro from Stranger Things, Dustin from Stranger sure, Things. Sure, sure, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, and then that's when we get the end of this is when we get a twist that Gaten Matarazzaro is actually the Dyson Six. <laughs> He's the Dyson Airblade Six. He's the robot. <laughs> But it's like Dyson at the end. Yeah. Like it's like fucking Snowpiercer. Yeah. They get to the they get to the head office of Dyson yeah. and Dyson is just a giant fan. Well, Dyson no, Dyson's a guy. Yeah. And he's like, Okay, Dyson Six, activate. Oh, you finally found me. You know, you, you finally found your way to the Dyson Six uh, factory. Yeah. Uh, like he's he's ste- steepling his fingers and he's uh I don't know who's playing him, um probably Ben Mendelssohn, eh? Yeah. Um and then Ben Mendelssohn or um Ed Harris. Who's the guy uh, from the Truman Show? Oh yeah, that, he, he show. was yeah. good. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. that works actually. And in Snowpiercer as well. Yeah, yeah. Enough, no, yeah. Ed, yeah. Ed Harris is good. I'm gonna. Yeah, let's go with that. Yeah. And he's Stephen's being like, "Ah, oh, you finally found me then. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, you finally found your way to this this prototype. Well, here's the here's the prototype uh, you've been looking for. And he's like, Dyson Airblade Six activate. <gasps> and getting my Mar- arms fly off. Oh. And there are these like 
laser cutting <laughs> blades for oh, arms yeah. that are made out of air mm. and he's just like vum, 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 to like suddenly his eyes go you know pale yeah. but then you have that moment where he's he's come to love these people mm. um and he's 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 a, also a person like he's he's so advanced as an as a hand dryer yeah <laughs> that he's that come to love he's the come people. to love these people <laughs> and he can't bring himself to kill them yeah so it's uh it's, it's I, I, I've been wanting to squeeze in the line time to die son <laughs> I think that's and I think when Dyson Ed Harris when he realises that he can't control Gate Madarazaro yeah he's like it's I'm gonna have to shut you down time to die son which is when uh, John Markovich who's been spinning on this who's, he's because he got to the other side of the room yeah, right? yeah he's kind of the unpredictable one yeah yeah he got to the other side of the room and then went through a vent and wasn't seen again. Oh, yeah. Right? <laughs> he's, he's been flapping John McClaning his way through the Dyson <laughs> well, factory. No, he's been... Keep, he can't touch down because it's, it's going so fast, the air. Yeah. It's just carrying him to wherever he... He's like... And, and, and sometimes, he gets, sometimes he gets asked and he's like, it's because I have the bones of a bird. <laughs> I've got really light bones. You see, you see him in the background of some shots flying yeah. around, like yeah, he's just like, zooming oh, past no. the, the little windows. Or uh, it happens to Ringo in the Yellow Submarine movie, <laughs> where he just he just leaves the submarine and just goes flying around for the rest of the movie, I believe. But yeah, John Malkovich has do- been doing that, you yeah. know, in the background. It's, it's, we use it as like little beats here and there, and then he just comes flying past. It like he's like time to die. Son, just before he pulls the lever to shut down and get him out of Azra. And and just John Magovich comes flying past like oh just smacks into him. Smacks into an arrow. They just go flying. John Malkovich picks him up and just drops him. Yeah. He, he plummets. <laughs> down it's a giant tower in the shape of a Dyson vacuum cleaner. Yes, that's yeah. that's the that's the Dyson headquarters. Yeah. yeah. I like that. <laughs> the Dyson Airblade Six. <laughs> It's like, who'd have thought we'd take that to Magnificent Seven <laughs> levels, yeah. you know? So, from Tomasz Cholikowski, we've got the capture incident. The capture incident. The, yes. uh, the, the The code thing. The sort of, like, the I am not a robot situation. Yes. Right? Yeah? Yeah. So, I found out recently mm. that they can just do that with you clicking, right? Mm. You know when those boxes come up? Mm. And you've got it's like click three traffic lights. Yeah, yeah. That's so that Google can take your brain work at helping its image processing algorithms. That's bananas. Yeah, that's that's real bad. It's training its own image processing. It yeah. knows what a fucking fire hydrant is. <laughs> I especially love the ones where it's like mark the panels that have Sarah Connor in them. <laughs> No. Yeah. <laughs> I ain't no grass. <laughs> but yeah, so the capture incident has to be like uh, I I maybe it is this, right? Mm. Is that like uh we have the classic sort of like clued up character versus not clued up character. Yeah. So what someone's a conspiracy theory guy in in a way and he's like you know that they just use those to generate their their image processing algorithms and they they use it to identify stuff that they can't that their machine can't figure out, right? Yeah. What you're doing is helping train the machines to help to kill us. Uh and then it's like click on the squares which have people who have information about this country or something. I'm trying to figure out where this could go. 
Because that title there sounds yeah. like a whodunit. Yeah. A so, little bit, yeah. So I'm thinking we have like a robot Poirot. Yeah. Oh, a robot Poirot? Yeah, well, like a robot detective yeah. figure. And maybe it is this algorithm. Yeah. Like, maybe it is literally something that's been trained that a Google equivalent has yeah. come out with and said, right, this thing can identify anything. And they, they mm. it'll know. It'll know. We've trained it on everyone else's brains. Yeah. So that it knows when someone's a, a murderer. Or what thing's out of place. Yeah, yes. Or, like, you know, like a Sherlock Holmes goes, oh, this this is because of this, this yeah. is because of this. Like, the, the air is slightly thinner in here than normal, which means yeah. there must be a secret door behind this <laughs> wardrobe. Um, yeah. And uh, and such. I think I think it's a robot that goes around doing shit like that. Yeah, yeah, so, okay. Oh, it's it's like it's it's just the opening of a series of, of whodunits, <laughs> the capture incident, the and capture incident. So so we've we've got the the robot. Who's the robot voiced by? The robot detective. Uh, I want to say it is uh, Alan Tudyk. Alan Tudyk, brilliant, brilliant Good robot voice. Yeah, and uh, his his Watson, Nathan Fillion. Yep, yeah, sure. Why yeah, not? he's he's the human. Yep. He's the human who, who spots things that sometimes the robot doesn't. <laughs> or, or the emotion. <laughs> Just like... It, the, the robot... Uh, Alan Tudyk scans the scene. Yeah. And he's just like... Well, they left... This, he's like... Um, the, there's a scene from Lord of the Rings where, where Aragorn goes like... Ah, oh, well, there was a hobbit here and then they, they walked over here yeah, and then, yeah, and then cut down, their arms Two here, of them yeah. laid down over there, yeah. Yeah, and, uh, and they... Like this robot scans the scene and then just plays out the whole murder. Yeah. But like all the faces are like they can't like you can put like dummies in the place. Yeah. But then like Nathan Fillion has to sort of figure out who's actually done it. So like questioning the suspects and stuff like that. Alan Tudyk's character learns to figure out people's emotions. He realizes that Nathan Fillion done it. Oh shit. Yeah. Yes. It's Nathan Fillion that's done and it. And the way he did it was by putting up a little, you know, like a, a, a robot catcher thing. Yeah. A, a thing that robots can't get through. Yes. Yeah, you know, it, it, it's, it's there. Ostensibly, capture is there to stop robots from, to stop, um, you know, programs yeah. from pretending to be humans and automating everything. But the person he killed was the creator of the crime robot. Yes. The crime robot model that Alan Tudyk is. Yes. Because Nathan Fillion was like, you can't retire him. You can't retire... Yeah, you my, can't yeah. retire my best friend. Yes. And uh, and the robot is, is not conflicted because he's a machine. Yeah. He just goes, well, you need to be put in jail, to jail yeah. and I need to go to the drawing board. It's a tragedy. Yeah, it's a tragedy. <laughs> And I, I, I optimistically said series at the beginning of yeah. this. <laughs> no, no, yeah. it's it, it, in fact it's a it's, single incident. It's yeah, great, yeah, yeah. It's kind of like if Knives Out hadn't got a sequel. You know, it's like yeah. it feels like it's the start of a series. Yeah, isn't. We set up the first half of this film as if it's gonna be yeah, like a there's series. Lo- there's lots of he. I think the start, first half of this movie, mm. he solves a lot of crimes. Yeah, because we've got to show that he's in his prime. Yeah, you know, Alan Tudyk's character is absolutely on the top of his game. I, I think sort of like opening sequence you know the boulder scene from indiana jones that kind of thing where we have some like he comes in like at the end and goes and it was you woman with evil voice yeah like that that kind of thing and like oh so he's a good detective and he's got a great partner in nathan fillion and uh, and by the end you think it's going to be this series yeah and no nathan fillion gets put to to the electric chair 
Um, <laughs> this gets killed. <gasps> no, this is how we make it a series. <laughs> okay, all right. So no bait and switch. Then. The 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 crime robots go into the scrap. Yeah. And Nathan Villian gets put into the electric chair. Nathan Villian's soul gets sucked into the power grid <laughs> oh and God. put into the machine that goes Ghostbusters. Yeah. <laughs> so it's Nathan Fillion and Alan Tudjik <laughs> in this rogue crime solving robot. <laughs> that, if I ever heard it heard one, is an animated spin-off. <laughs> Yeah, it's a Saturday morning kids TV show. Yeah, isn't it? it yeah, is, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, um, you Nathan Fillion and Alan Tudyk. If you're interested, yeah. it seems like the kind of thing they'd want. They to might do. go on, go in for. Yeah, <laughs> let's get James Gunn attached. Yeah, that's just this robot that's both Alan Tudyk <laughs> and Nathan Fillion. Yeah. So from James Cannon, we've got Nickel Bloke. Nickel Bloke. So yes, very clever one that, isn't it? Well, kind of. Yeah, yeah. Nickelback. Well, sure. But also... Nickel bloke. Is a bloke made of nickel. It's like the yeah. mil- uh, Million Dollar Man. Yeah. You know? Yes. That was... Oh, yeah, no. That makes sense. <laughs> it's it's a Free Clever Award in more ways than one. <laughs> it's kind of got that... It's just a, 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 a dude made entirely of nickel. Too clever. <laughs> Too clever. Or maybe a guy made entirely of nickels. Nickels. So, Nicholas Cage... Yeah. Is in a uh, motorbike accident. Do you, do you know what? I think he's a criminal. Yeah. Nicolas Cage in, in this. Hmm. Uh, not generally. Yeah. Um, I don't think he's generally a criminal. Hmm. Um, uh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Um, he did have... So, apparently, he had that T-Rex head. That's true. Yeah. yeah. No, he had those those illegal, uh, you know, Dinosaur artifacts. bones. Yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, point being, he is... In, in this, he's a criminal. He's got, hmm. like... Uh, uh, no sleeves leather jacket yeah with a short sleeved t-shirt under it yeah cigarette packet rolled up and a bandana around his head and he's but what he's doing right is he's got this like little coin Mm. right because he's just he's he's like a hacker guy yeah right he leans up against a vending machine right (laughs) puts it in oh yeah right and he sees sees a kid doing the thing with with the coin and the, the string yeah, and he's like, "Get aside, let me show you something." There's this, this bleeping, blooping, like uh, beep, uh, kind of beep, beep. coin in, yeah. right? And he goes, "Clank, clank, 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 clank." Yeah, right. Then uh, the whole thing like uh, flashes and goes weird, yeah. and then um, the the hatch that has all the money in it, the change starts like coming out. Yeah, but it's not the most. It's not the engaged. Like it's not like it thinks it has to pay out loads of change. Yeah, it's that all the coins are being like put together into a like a, a nanobot moving thing. These these they're they're just like oh. chaining out of this thing. I I for a second thought there that this nickel he puts into yeah. the vending machine when it gets into the vending machine sprouts arms and legs and goes like ha ha yeah they're I'm made out little... of coins yeah yeah like the coins burst out through the side no it's just like a little little nano arms and legs that pop out of what looks like a coin and he's okay. got this robot in it yeah and that's the nickel bloke <laughs> that's the nickel the nickel bloke yeah hey I'm the I'm the nickel bloke <laughs> 
Watch me break into this vending machine. And I think Nicolas Cage has not invented this. Yeah. I think he's found it. Found it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. like a kind of Scott Lang kind of yeah. uh, found, found this scientific invention used and it uses crime. it for crime. Yeah, in, 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 in what we've established is the absolute lowest stakes robbery. <laughs> Right? Just robbing vending machines. He's robbing vending machines. He's got no higher prospects for it. I love the idea mm. of of him dropping the nickel bloke in a two penny uh, machine. TV machine, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and just, watching him and go. Just, <laughs> just watching, no, no, just like watching this this little little coin man Let's kicking, be honest, the, Danny DeVito. kicking the coins over. <laughs> just like yeah, like well, at first is because it's Danny oh, yeah. DeVito. Yeah. Um, at first he's like hanging off the he's hanging off the pachinkoy bits. He's yeah. Like, ah, it's really far down. It's like no, it's not. It's only like a foot. Like, oh yeah doing 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 <laughs> look at me I'm like Scrooge McDuck starts kicking the coins out it's like dives into stuff yeah and then uh, and then Nick Cage is like he, he's kicked out of all the of all the amusement oh, arcades cage, on yeah. the seafront <laughs> So he's uh, he gets he gets shunned out of this seaside town and uh, just goes on goes on vending machine. Yeah. So I think that's his character. I think he gets arrested. Yeah. And I think he gets into I think maybe a government thing comes to him. Right. <laughs> like it, it's he's he's sort of like he's arrested, but then then they're like. We know you can get into machines. We don't know how you're doing it, but yeah. we know that they think he's like a hacker. Yeah. Right? They, they they think he's got away with machines. Yeah. And so he gets put into like a counter-terrorism thing. Oh. Like he's way out of his depth. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I think, right, he gets put in jail. Yeah. And the little nickel coin man breaks him out. Yeah. And that's when, that's when he's sort of like, he's really sort of in trouble then yeah yeah and then Viola Davis comes down yes yeah Viola Davis is just like Viola Davis uh, what's her name Amanda from, Waller Amanda Waller yeah, from yeah. Suicide this is a, Squad this is a DC Universe movie yeah of course of course like yeah I, it, we needed Nick Cage in that <laughs> Yeah, the, the DCEU is is short of Nick Cage he missed it? he missed out on his chance at Superman yeah um, and now he's playing the sidekick to Nickel Bloke <laughs> the sidekick it's a nickel bloke, yeah. yeah. Nickel bloke, the new DC <laughs> DC superhero. Um, and I think she's like, she's like, we know you're a good hacker. Mm. We need you, and we, and you're also on the ground level. You know, you're, you're sort of, you're, you're a man on the street. Yeah. We need you to infiltrate, and I've got this. We need you to infiltrate a uh, what we think is like a cult. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's an organization. She says mm. that. That's really shady. They you know they, they, it, kidnappings, murders. Yeah, they're doing something on a compound somewhere. We don't know where it is, but all we know is that they they are holding something that doesn't belong to them. They have something that doesn't belong to them. Yeah, and it turns out that that's that's an alien. Oh right? yeah, this is gonna is the nickel nickel bloke is is a factor of this alien thing. Yeah, yeah, right. But this cult has surrounded this thing and it's kept it down below in in inside this. That's just peacemaker. <laughs> In a way, in a way, I suppose. Cult, yeah, cult underground alien thing. Yeah, yeah. I suppose yeah. so. They're not yeah. inhabiting people's bodies. Though. No, no, they're, they're not body snatchers. Yeah. but yeah, it's uh, so there's an alien alien cult that have got something down in the ground. Yeah, yeah. I, I quite like. Um, I quite like this is like a heist movie. Yeah, that they found that there's this vault down there that is impenetrable. It's using like an alien technology. Yeah, and there's no one small enough. Yep. To get in. Yeah. 
but some people have been able to get nickels down there. <laughs> some people have been able to get nickels down there. Yeah, yeah. the last station we had had a uh, <laughs> had a homing beacon that was the shape of a nickel, <laughs> and, just, and, and pushed it pushed it through a crack in the vault before he got murdered by these alien by these alien cult people. <laughs> I think I think we can we can we can take the rough edges off that and we can say <laughs> no like, rough edges on Nick. <laughs> we can say that you know because Amanda Wall still thinks he's a hacker. Yeah. He's a great like he's a great infiltrator hacker guy. Oh yeah yeah. You know I, f- I forgot that they they weren't they were under the impression that he he was still hacked. Yeah yeah yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> and so <laughs> and so it's like. You know, we well, maybe you can work the the nickel shaped hole. Yeah, into, yeah, that's it. They're, they're being kept under, like in this compound. Yeah, and you can, and and at some point, Nick Cage is going to feed that guy through a little hole. Yeah, because uh, because <laughs> the person who escaped the compound, the 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 person who escaped the compound and, and lived to tell the tale. Yeah, has tells of it only being given like a tiny sliver of daylight. Mm. You know, like a, a t- he was only able to see. Where the sun was up because of like this is tiny, tiny like inch, inch yeah. long sliver of daylight, and, and he's like, "How the hell am, how the hell am I gonna find a compound in the middle of Kansas with no, uh, with with no like, uh, with that's only got a tiny sliver of daylight?" He says, and then David is like, "Ha ha, uh, I know, I think." Mm. They get him involved in one of like the drug exchanges or the or something that they're buying something. Yeah. And Nick Cage, who I think before he turns a crime, maybe he was a drug dealer. Maybe he was doing something like <laughs> before he turns okay. a crime, he was a drug yeah, dealer. Yeah. Before he turns it into a life of, of a bad crime, he was a drug dealer. Bad um, crime is yeah. in breaking into <laughs> two, two penny machines. machines. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No. Uh, <laughs> You really got your your uh, crime hierarchy <laughs> mixed up, all man. all mixed up. Okay, but like at some point he uh, acquired things for people, you know that that sort of thing, yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe guns or something smuggling. Like that. Yeah, maybe yeah. he smuggles, smuggles guns, yeah, yeah. and he like finds a way to like give them change. Yeah. And in that packet of change that he gives them is 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 a, is is nickel nickel man nickel yeah. bloke nickel bloke. Yeah, um. <laughs> and I, I just really love the idea of of Danny DeVito this coin man going through all these tiny little intricate uh, computer systems in this alien alien giant computer and he just goes now I know what a TV quarter feels like (laughs) it doesn't make any sense doesn't make any sense but we all know it's referring to Die Hard we do yeah it's great (laughs) and yeah so he he gets in there it's revealed Mm. when Nick Cage is of course caught on the grounds of this compound yeah um, and he goes to pri- gets in that same prison, but it's revealed in that moment that um, Nickel Bloke is is a is, was a, created by the aliens. Yeah, right? product of alien technology. Yeah. it's it's the conspiracy theory that uh, phones have been sort of um, reverse engineered by uh, Area Fifty One. Yeah, from, scientists. Yeah, f- yes, from uh, from alien technology. Yeah, and that's what this cult is doing, right? Yeah, yeah. Maybe maybe it's like the opposite of the anti four G people. Maybe this 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 compound is like um, owned by a corporation who um, uh, who who are putting up masts. Yes, you know. Yeah, they're putting up masts with this brand new technology that they're farming out from this uh, from this compound. Yeah, from from the mind of an alien that they've got strapped down to a table. Yeah, and I quite like the idea that Nick Cage is, also gets into this gets into this place, and this is a point where. Danny DeVito is turned. Yeah, like his programming 
puts him on like a killing spree, and I, th- I think Pete Postlethwaite is the is is the owner of this compound. Oh, and, and yes, sort of, of course. Uh, and he's and he, and, he, and he's like. I've been making making lots like you, uh, nickel, nickel bloke. Nickel bloke. Oh, you've named yourself. <laughs> That's nice. It's not exactly nickel. It's a, it's a, it's a compound. It's of... a similar molecular compound. Yeah. An atomic, an atomic structure. Yes, but it's uh, it's it's a one of our own making. <laughs> it, and it's what made you sentient, nickel bloke. And and so he's being turned. Yeah. Meanwhile, Nick Cage, while he's in, while he's been, after he's been broken out of the of the thing, right? Mm. He puts on the the, the uniform mm. of these the, this this compound, and he goes. He he walks into the first room he sees because because he, he's kind of trying to hide from guards. Yeah, and it's a classroom where loads of people are being brainwashed into thinking that like the government are like trying to take. You know, he starts buying into their to their like cult. Yeah. theories because Nick Cage in this is not smart he's not a smart man so he's he's buying into all the conspiracy theories like they are just true yeah yeah I need to take down the masts <laughs> I just want to put in a scene where it's Nick Cage fighting Nickel Bloke yep and it's it's in it's on it's up there with like the Ant-Man yeah. kind of like it, pulled back reveal and then the, the model train falls over yeah, yeah that kind of thing yeah it's like it's really intense like we see close-ups of nickel bloke as he goes to punch nick cage in the face yeah and then <laughs> you cut to a wide shot and it's just this coin Don't. bouncing around <laughs> like and nick ow, cage going, ow, ow, fuck, ow, ow, God, ow. but like cut to cut back to anime close-up of nick <laughs> nickel <laughs> bloke going flying around with the face of Diane DeVito I think that it's all solved by the fact that um, uh, Pete Postlethwaite is gonna use this alien psychic broadcast um, to to like to link him to these new masks that he's put all around right? yeah um, and and it's turning all the nickels into the uh, the uh, the compound the yeah. the uh, elementary compound exactly that's turning all the all the coins in America yeah into sentient coins and that's take, how they're going to take over the world exactly. yeah yeah but it turned out that when when Nick Cage got turned you mm. know when he was when he was encouraged to do uh, to to, to uh, believe these conspiracy like believe that the government needed overthrowing yeah he linked that with his own conspiracy theories about masts yeah right <laughs> And just when they sent him out with explosives to start planting to, to sow the seeds of destruction in America, yeah. he went and attached it to all these masts. All the masts in America. <laughs> yeah. There is a, a montage of him going round <laughs> all across well, he America. Called, he called his conspiracy theory buddies. That's another aspect we're adding to the Nick I'm, Cage character. I'm going to throw this out there. We yeah. just need one mast. Yeah. <laughs> and it's on a big yeah. building or That's whatever. That's true, yeah, fair enough. They've got the the biggest building in America yeah. in, in the middle of Ohio or something yeah. like and, that. And he thought he was going to go out and, and, and do all the th- the 4G masts, right? Yes. But he saw the biggest one and went immediately yeah. to it. That's 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 the one... <laughs> That's the one that's they've the got control. Yeah, 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 that's the alien one. And it's it's this big fight with Nickel Bloke yeah. and him on the top of this mast. Yeah. It's like it's <laughs> like he's balancing on a beam and yeah. stuff like that while Nickel Bloke's kicking his ass. Yeah. And yeah, I think they they become friends. Well, they, they are friends at the beginning. Yeah. Then Nickel Bloke gets gets turned, turned yeah. and Nick Cage gets turned. Yeah. But they both realise that their buddies yeah. after after the mast explodes after after the mast explodes because Nick Cage is just that 
that's stupid. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> so he sort of accident like the point being that Nick Cage should be on Pete Postlethwaite's side. Yeah, by the fact that he's been indoctrinated. Yeah, right? yeah. Except he's just it's just not jived well with his existing <laughs> theories. Yeah, and suddenly that's he, what he says. Yeah, to Pete Postlethwaite, he goes. It's just not jived well with my exper- with my existing conspiracy theories, man. <laughs> yeah, that kind of blocking conspiracy theories. Yeah. And I also quite like how it blows this one tower up and then that disrupts all the all the information yep. in in like the, the US government or whatever. Yep. So his criminal record is wiped. Yes. And he's free to go free, out free, into the world uh, with Nickel Blow. With the Justice League. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that just, just <laughs> he goes back to the two penny machines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He does. goes back to. Small but there is there is an after credit scene <laughs> where where we see Superman's chest. Like, I uh, I hear you have a friend. <laughs> says says not Henry Cavill. Yeah, <laughs> and then he he just gets his wallet out, <laughs> cuts a <of> black. Yeah. <laughs> Dumb. Yeah. Great, love it. love it. Nickel bloke. Yep, Zack Snyder. Uh-huh. Yeah. Get on the case. Get on the case. <laughs> Make it dark and gritty. <laughs> uh, so those are all our films. Yes, those are all our robot movies. Thank you to everyone who gave us those titles. I hope you have enjoyed listening to those movie pictures, and hopefully one day they'll get made. Maybe, unlikely. Unlikely. But hopefully one day you'll give us a title even if you listen to this and you don't normally send us titles in uh, please consider uh, going over to the socials and giving us your titles or just letting us know how you uh, enjoyed the podcast Mm. or telling that to your friends yeah because um, it really helps us out when we only really have word of mouth to spread the spread the word about the podcast so we appreciate those of you who do Um, if you want to help us out uh, monetarily though you can Ooh. always go over to patreon.com forward slash life's a pitch podcast uh, where you can um, uh, give us a tiny bit of money each month uh, as, as little as a dollar uh, and it helps keep the podcast going and also you get bonus pitches and also you get to, uh, to vote on the genre each week yeah. uh, there's a bunch of stuff over there so please head on over uh, and mo- most notably you get to participate in this weird little slice of surrealism uh, which is to say the the patron names that we read out every, every week uh, so that's Brandon Spanky Mills Serial Dragons don't do edge lording we just do cereal not plastic coated mind you John Frankie Kennedy is hereby accused of criminal negligence with regard to his podcast Jeremy L. Kyan. Stephen D. Thomas. The secret number is 17 and you'll know when the time has come to use it. Episode 3 of Orcs Are Dorks is now in the wild. We've got Matt on this one. Kind of. Orcsardorks.podbean.com Fingers to hand. The plaintiff, Mikhail Salonga, has been silenced unlawfully for his views on Orc Rotica. James Delaney. A warrant for the arrest of the defendant has been issued by the Royal Canadian Mounted Police. I am Orky Mike and I challenge John Frankie Kennedy to a cage match for the honour of the Orcs. Orcs are not dorks and the truth will out. Brent Black. Citizens conspiring to protect the defendant will be sent to prison immediately. The defendant has been sentenced to three centuries in a stinky oubliette. There was a funny name here once. It's gone now. Joseph Hegarty. Further libelous statements about orcs will result in harsh penalty. We need more podcasts in the Lives of Pitch Cinematic Podniverse. Time for an edgelordy podcast from the Serial Dragon of Wales. 
Nutrition Brick can fill the void of lost loved ones. The Right Honourable Alan Bagpipes OBE will be presiding. Alex NSFW, have you been unlawfully denied access to the Orcs Are Docs podcast? Hark the Herald Angels sing of the second Patreon account I created to join this stupid ARG. You could be owed Compendium by John Frankie Kennedy. Call Max Bisk on 0800 Max Bisk for a pro bono bono probe. Call Alan Bagpipes today to make a claim at Back to Alan on Twitter. Captain Eden has commandeered this podcast and I, Matt, am joining their crew of rowdy buccaneers. Sorry, Tom. Continuing this story is stretching the limits of my creativity and I am an actual lawyer. So thank you to all those people. Uh, Put, um, if you would, allegedly in front of every single one of those uh, names. (laughs) Yeah, because you're Um, not a lawyer, are you? I am not. No, no. Uh, And also... But uh, you could be. The views views of of those names uh, are not the views of the Life of Pitch podcast or or either of the constituents of it. Definitely not, definitely. I I do not want a podcast made by a serial dragon. (laughs) No, especially not an edgelordy one. But as we found out, serial dragons don't do edgelording, they do serial. (laughs) No, no, no. I love I love the fact that that was like apropos of nothing. No yeah. one no one accused a serial dragon of being an edge lord. Well, someone asked for an edge lordy podcast by a serial dragon, and right. the serial dragon was like, "No, <laughs> no, no, we do not. We are wholesome, like the whole grain in our cereal." <laughs> so, if you want to join that list of people, I mean, you can just put your own name your real name your yeah. real name some people there. did that some people did that yeah. and yeah it's it's good on them um, <laughs> yeah you can do that by going to patreon.com forward slash life's a bitch podcast and donating as little as one dollar so we end the show as we always do with the yes very clever award which is the award we give out someone's given us a title based around the existing title mm-hmm. just had a bit of fun with it indeed so uh, this week it goes to Riley's mate Howie <laughs> great who's given us Grease Grease like the like the thing that you put on joints of robots. Yeah, all the films starring John Travolta and Olivia Newton-John. Indeed. Well, until next time, I have been Matt Turner. And I've been Tom McGrath. Remember who pitched it. Bye-bye. Robot. Beep, beep, beep.